My name is Peter Davison, I played the Fifth Doctor, and you're listening to the Five-ish Fangirls. Continue all the way to episode 325 of the Five Ish Fangirls podcast. And do all 43 verses of the Dingle Dangle Dido song rhyme? Because how did you come up with 43 things that rhyme with Dingle Dangle Dido? These are the questions I have. Welcome, everyone, to this week's episode of the Five Ish Fangirls podcast. So glad you could join us. Let's start off like we do every week on the virtual table and see who's joined us this week. This is Brittany and Troy. It's Chrissy in Salt Lake City. This is Holly from Wisconsin. And this is Rachel in Indianapolis, Indiana. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hello. Happy belated birthday, Chrissy. Thank yes. you. Yes. Yes. That was it was last Monday, hence the topic was uh, was my choice. But stuff happens, life happens and life life really happened (laughs) that i'm not gonna get into because it's personal well let's just say yeah life happens in a rather serious way but things are looking on the upswing so we're gonna keep that mindset of positivity going forward uh for sure. Heaven knows I need it. Uh, <laughs> well, I will I will certainly accept uh, a, another belated birthday celebration because who can have too many birthday? Yeah. Say so right. you got you got you got did, you know date night with the with the hubby and now you yep. get to talk fifth doctor. So you know when it's all around. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, uh, but first we need to do the news. Not a whole lot of news, but Marvel continues to uh, treat us uh, with uh, trailers and things. Uh, so we got a movie poster uh, with a full cast listing and a proper <laughs> teaser <laughs> unlike like the, the two and a half seconds we got in that sizzle reel with the montage mm-hmm. uh, that we got however many weeks ago that was but now we've gotten a proper teaser trailer for the Eternals movie so um, again Looks I don't really good. know a whole lot about the Eternals <laughs> but uh, I don't care because it's Marvel so I'm here for it <laughs> It's all good. I am I yes. am down to hang right? with exactly. Salma Hayek and Angelina Jolie and Kit Harrington apparently, uh, <laughs> among other people. Uh, so this it looks it looks cool for it not does. really knowing a whole lot about the source material. Uh, it just it looks like it's part of the MCU. So I am I am down to hang this fall yeah well we'll see we'll see what uh how it all turns out yep so yeah yeah for that um and then this is fun i just shared this on our facebook page um i I stumbled across it a couple of days ago and i just thought it was so much fun um but as 
I think people remember the Notre Dame Cathedral in Paris um, caught on fire several years mm -hmm. ago. Uh, it was pretty devastating, um, both for the people of, of Paris and you know anyone who's a fan of historic buildings. And yeah. you know, we, we touched upon the history a little bit of the, of the cathedral when we did mm -hmm. our Hunchback of Notre Dame uh, yeah. episode. And, and uh, yeah, but and, and you know those those who uh, those who worship there as well. Yes, yeah. That's yeah. that's that was a blow. Yeah, but yes. So, yeah. So, but uh, to help, um, because they've gotten like donations, you know, large donations from from people, and I'm sure there was probably insurance of some sort. Mm -hmm. um, but to help um, fund the restoration that is currently ongoing you can donate and you, if you want you can just donate to the general fund you can just be like here's my money do with it whatever you want you know please fix this uh -huh. you know piece of history um, but if you like among other things including several pieces of artwork uh several paintings tapestries um other objects that were damaged and need repair um, you can donate specifically and adopt a gargoyle <laughs> or a grotesque. It, it yes. depends on, you know, it depends on what, because they have both. <laughs> For yeah. those that maybe forgot from our uh, hunchback uh, uh, discussion, there is a difference between gargoyles and grotesques. Gargoyles uh, serve a specific purpose. They are there for drainage. Uh, so they have openings in them. Grotesques are just statues. So, but yeah, yeah I, uh, you, you can donate and adopt a gargoyle, essentially. I, I, I first saw the link on the, the Facebook page for Frank the Christmas Gargoyle. Yeah. <laughs> Which, if you haven't, if, if you haven't read that story, just Google it. It's a, uh, but yes, Frank, Frank, Frank is very, uh, uh, eager to share the news that you can adopt a gargoyle at mm -hmm. Notre Dame. So, if you feel if you feel so inclined, uh, you know your donation definitely goes to a good cause. Mm -hmm. Yes, so. yes, and there are there's I mean there's pictures with you know everything, um, so um, and all like the all the the statues and everything all have names, <laughs> so. <laughs> Well, a building that big with all those statues, someone had to have named them over the years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But it's just, it's just, uh, I, I was rather amused looking at uh, the, uh, all the and, pictures in the, in the names, so. And, you know, after, you know, in, in however long it takes to restore the building, in a few years, you could take a visit to Paris and go visit your gargoyle that you adopted. Or mm -hmm. your grotesque, whatever, whichever you you end up with. Yep. Or a piece of artwork, or yes, the the tombstone of Cardinal Louise Ernest Dubois. Yeah, if that's your if that's your speed, so. Yeah. So check it out. Donate if you feel so inclined. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. That's very cool. Right. So there is that, um, and then um, uh, if you uh, maybe have noticed, uh, the month of May is 
almost over, uh, which is scary in itself. Uh, but that also yeah, means that starts next week. Yeah, but yeah. that also means that it's June is almost here. Um, yes. And actually, two weeks from tomorrow is going to be our seventh birthday. Wow. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, so, um, in doing this for seven years. Yes. <laughs> I, I know I had to I had to add it up for a, a, a thing I'm working on at work and I was like oh my gosh I'm going on seven years this is mm. nuts it's, mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like it's been that long <laughs> oh it doesn't but, mm-hmm. but it doesn't until you look at how full my hard drive is uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that that too and what number we're on because 325 yeah yep. holy cow yeah well yep. I'm not sure exactly what we're going to do for the show <laughs> in a couple of weeks we'll need to figure that out but in the meantime um we are doing a giveaway um, so we always we always like giving away stuff um and in yes, this case do. um we are giving away a three-day badge to this year's popcon cool kind of in celebration of returning to quote-unquote normal uh and going finally going back to conventions and like i just ordered business cards to refresh my stash I'm like i'm so excited um, you're actually so, going to need them this yes, year like, no! mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so yeah so we are giving away a uh, it's a three-day pass for an adult so ages because kids are ages three to ten so essentially ages 11 and up i guess um are considered adults uh so this is a a (laughs) three-day three-day badge uh for uh this year's con which um is july 9th through 11th so don't enter if you can't go yeah (laughs) preferably Um, you can get to indianapolis if you're yes obviously you need to be able to come um this is just for admission to the convention this doesn't include any of the peripheral stuff you know celebrity autographs or photos or hotel or anything it's just to get you in the convention but still this is like a 70 dollar value so mm-hmm. it's a good chunk of change you would be saving and you could use that to spend elsewhere at the convention yeah. my local art um, i was gonna say go blow it at artist alley yes i mean purchase purchase support your independent artists and your independent artists and and show how appreciative you are of their hard work and creativity mm-hmm. yes <laughs> also exactly. known as blow it all at artist alley yeah exactly. <laughs> and i'm i and i'm including myself in that because i would totally do that yeah <laughs> so i'm not i'm not digging on anyone else i'm just saying yeah so the contest uh you could you go to our, our the post on our on our website um and enter um you can it's different ways you can enter you can get up to three entries um so um but the contest is going to run through june 6th so hopefully we can announce our winner on that seventh anniversary show um (laughs) uh so yeah it's pretty it's pretty straightforward enter we draw your name we'll email you the information you need to redeem it to pick up said 
three-day badge and you can go have fun at Indie PopCon. So check out those rules or on our website, uh, b5ishfangirls.com. Mm -hmm. So should be a good time. Yes. So there is that. And that is really for the news. So move on to feedback, feedback from Shalane. And hold um, on to your hats. She's about to make you feel extremely <laughs> old. Yep. Yes. Because yep, right. yes, we were talking about Oscar and it was 30 years old. She's like, here's some other movies that came out that same year, uh, which several of these we already have on our list to cover at some point this year. Mm -hmm. um, but yep. that includes Beauty and the Beast. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that, I think that one just makes me feel, I think that's the one that makes me feel the oldest. To be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can remember going to the theater to see that movie when I was six. Same here. A little I... bit older, but yeah, I can remember. Yep. Yeah. And I'm like, it has not been that long. Oh, crap. Yes, it has. <laughs> it has. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Adams Family. Uh, My Girl, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, uh, mm -hmm. Father of the Bride, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze, uh, Hook, uh, An American Tale yeah. 2, uh, Silence of the Lambs, which I don't think we'd ever cover on this show, but will be covered on Gold Standard. So yeah, I was going to yeah. say that one was a big Oscar. Yeah, that did win Best uh, Picture for uh -huh. 4.91. So that will be covered there where it's more yeah. appropriate the Keontae <laughs> and Fava Beans will be on another podcast <laughs> yeah. yep. Beauty so, and the Beast this show yes Silence of the yeah. Lambs not so much <laughs> yeah. not that it's a bad movie it's just we try to keep this family friendly it's not yeah yeah, yeah. and so honestly I I have never seen it uh I've seen clips of it mm. that uh, you know wind up on youtube and people reference them in facebook posts i'm like oh what does that mean and then i watch the clips i'm like i'm never watching this this movie i'm sorry yeah. call me call me uncultured all you want i am never watching silence of the lambs yeah it's... Hey, you know your limits i'm not gonna begrudge you i've watched a bit of it i'm just like yeah not for me yeah yes i, to those who I enjoy it bless you yeah i had checked <laughs> out oh i can't remember if it was mind hunter or something it's a precursor it deals along the same lines it ties into the silence of the lambs but it had william mm -hmm. peterson from csi and it is oh yeah one of the leads and of course me being the big csi fan buff that i am it's like <laughs> oh he's in that i'm gonna watch it <laughs> and you're like <laughs> oops <laughs> I mean, great acting, but bad decision on my part. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so there you go. 30 years, those movies. Uh, I I feel like I need to go apply for senior citizen discounts. Yeah. <laughs> Not oh, quite dear AARP. I don't really, but it, dang, it feels like it. <laughs> Um, and then uh, talking about uh, Fan X, uh, she mentions that um, I guess they had announced Ashley Eckstein 
previously and then yeah, with the she, covid it got canceled obviously so yeah uh, she's happy she that, that she, yeah, she's happy that ashley was able to pick up where they left off essentially um and i guess they'd also announced uh caleb uh, Bokken from stranger things but they he hasn't been re-announced yet but she hopes yeah. that he will be yeah i mean they they scheduled things for last year and people agreed to come and obviously got canceled so you'd hope they get to reschedule but you know people have things you know life goes on so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we'll see yep we shall see what happens you got a you got a good chunk of time between now and salt lake fan X. <laughs> that is so. true it's, it's not till september so yeah and actually it's the middle of september which i mean i can understand your rescheduling but usually usually it'll be like labor day weekend or something like that but maybe they just because because of all the disruptions they couldn't quite get it but that's okay still september so yep i'm not gonna complain yeah i mean considering considering you know popcon is in slightly under two months and they're still making announcements so yeah, I mean, FanX has been known to make guest announcements the day before. Yeah. Because <laughs> you just never know when somebody might be like, oh, I'm free. Like, yeah. I can come for like this one day and people are like, crap, if I'd have known, I'd have bought my tickets. And they're like, you can still buy them. It's just not the cheap early bird discount ones that yeah. you can sometimes get. But anyway, so. Watch this space. Exactly. <laughs> we, will, we will announce ones that are pertinent. Yes. Because <laughs> there are some that they announce. I'm like, I don't know who that is, but I'm sure somebody's excited to see that person. Yeah. Yep. We may uh, we may be part of a lot of fandoms, but not all of them. Yeah. Yes. There's only so many hours in the day. Yep. Yes. All right, so moving on to this week's main topic, like we said, because it was, we were supposed to do this last week on Chrissy's birthday, but uh, as things happen, uh, we're here, uh, so we are going to go back to Big Finish, yes. and uh, of course, you know, with it Chrissy being <laughs> the person who gets to choose, of course, we have a fifth Doctor story. Specifically, main range number 81, the Kingmaker. So this is a Fifth Doctor, Perry, and Aram. Yes. And if I am remembering right, I believe this was, if not the first, then one of the first um, Big Finish audios I ever listened to. I'm not really sure why I landed on this one initially, uh, but I listened to it, and oh my gosh, it's so funny. And also this is going to sound weird. It involves one of my favorite Shakespeare plays, uh, mostly because I, I took I, one of the Shakespeare classes I took in college. We learned, we, we, we studied it. And I guess it was just that professor just really made it, made, made it click for me. So, and it's also, it's always been one I've been fascinated with. So the fact that it's the fifth doctor and it being involved with, with Richard the third and Shakespeare and it's hilarious. Well, it's 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 just it's just an all around win for me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I will admit, um, this is the 
first. Uh, well, no, I don't want to say it's not that well. This this one was kind of hard to follow at first yeah, because of the timey wimeyness of it because the doctor gets yes. separated from Perry and Aramem by what three years? <laughs> yes, and, and also I mean, there's a lot of history that they talk about, which yeah, might, which I, mean, I don't know a whole lot about Richard the yeah. Third and the yeah, all and this of that too. So and this history might be pretty you know better well known in the uk more than it is here and i only know of it because i studied the, the play the shakespeare play in college and even then when i when i studied it i was like okay i think i know what's going on um but uh, yeah what what what's fascinating about it is and it, and it touches on it in the in the audio is that you know shakespeare being you know a loyal loyal to queen elizabeth the first um and you know her father you know she's of the Tudor line and this is this is where this Richard III was the guy that was defeated in order for the Tudors to come into power well they, the worse they make Richard III the better Queen Elizabeth and the, and the Tudor line looks at, at mm -hmm. the time so so it's it's so the play is is very much the the authentic the historical authenticity of it comes into question although it is a great play and if you've ever seen um, any of the film adaptations, they're they're pretty good, especially one with Ian McKellen. Um, that's that's a great one to to see if you ever get the chance. But um, so yeah, so if you, I, I mean, it, I feel like the audio does a good job of kind of leading you along of what's going on in the history, especially because you have Aramem, who is from ancient Egypt, um, and you know Perry is trying to explain it to her. I guess Perry must have studied the plague in, in, in uh, high school or her college or whatever. Cause you know, she's supposedly from America, <laughs> but um, so, yeah, so, so it gets you there, but it's still, you got to kind of try to remember who's who and follow it along. And, and I mean, I've listened to it several times and, and I, I kind of know what the, I know what the reveals are going to be and who is really who and, and what, who's on what side, but <laughs> uh -huh. But then again, you know, you just kind of go along. And if, if you're just there for the jokes, enjoy. Because mm -hmm. when you have a robot showing up, trying to get the doctor to, to uh, fulfill his, his, his writer's deadline, which if all authors have a, have a cosmic robot coming after him, what's George R. R. Martin's excuse? Yeah, really. Yeah. Well, it's mm -hmm. like, like, isn't kind of not reaching a deadline kind of like the writer's thing? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then like, one of the by the time they reach the whatever century that right that robot is from, if writers still aren't reaching their deadlines, they're never going to. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and then just one of the scenes from the later act, you can almost do a Wanda Vision. Um, oh, what's her name? They recast. <laughs> Oh, they recast P. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Darcy. Yeah. Darcy, yes. <laughs> what do you mean they recast King Whoever? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm King Richard. You recast already. So, yeah. So, yeah so, and, and again, this audio, I mean, there's a lot of, like, like the bit of the bit with the press conference, and there's all the gossips from the different villages. <laughs> Uh, and it's just like okay yeah you are you are seriously you are seriously 
taking taking the piss on yeah on this and it's just it's just a blast i love it um so anyway so yeah kingmaker so it starts off with the the doctor and perry and aram and the tardis and this robot shows up and demands that the doctor fulfill his writing contract because he was contracted to write uh you know historical um you know books that they're you know, supposed to enlighten the human for mind kids. for kids and you know he's all like well yes they're for children i didn't you know i didn't say they weren't and they are doctor who discovers mm. and and so you know there's a bit of a joke there with you know doctor who and the doctor and and if you have if, if you can see the uh the cover art there's actually the um logo that they had on the target novelizations uh, on the cover of of the of the audio so there's a lot of meta humor in here with that plus they got um i can't remember who what his name is but because uh, tom baker wasn't doing these quite yet but they got someone in to do a dead-on impression of tom baker oh yeah yeah recording because yeah. if you had told to me notes. that that yeah, if you told me that was Tom, I've been like, absolutely, that's Tom. Yeah, <laughs> but he's he's supposed to be listening to to a playback recording of you know the doctor's notes from when he was working on the book before he got bored of mm-hmm. what he was trying to do. Now, was it just me, or did one of the actors sound like Christopher Eccleston? Even oh though? my god, yes, yes the guy yes. playing Richard. Yeah, Richard. Yes. He sounds like Christopher Eccleston. Like I dead was on. so confused i even looking at the cast list and i'm like me too i like three times i went yep. back to the cast list i'm like that cast list is lying that's yes. gotta be the, he the... sounds so much like chris it's eerie yes like yes. first time i listened to this I'm like oh they got christopher eccleston to play this wait a minute <laughs> well this came out in 2006 so this came out after doctor who had returned to tv yeah, right. so at this point, so Christopher, you know, Christopher Eccleston had been the doctor. <laughs> they even reference his doctor in here. They talk about a guy yeah. with a northern accent and big ears. Yeah, yeah. and they, they, you know, they do it in such a way that, you know, they don't run afoul of, of their licensing agreement because at the time they couldn't really overtly reference that stuff. But, yeah. you know, they, they did it. And, and you know, and, and it's also a, and it's also an even bigger joke because Richard was, um, the, you know, the historical Richard was associated with the North of England. I don't know if he was really from there, but, you know, but he had the Northern accent, which, which, you know, you know, being from the, uh, being associated with the North didn't really endear him to the, to the South of England so much. So again, another strike against him to be the, the villain, but so there's just all these layers of, of, of references and, and brilliant hints and, and, and things like that so it's just you know if you don't know shakespeare looking mysteriously like the master yes i mean even if you so funny when they got to that got to that reveal because perry thought she was being (laughs) so smart i'd like to introduce you to the doctor's both you know longest longest you know most hated nemesis the master the doctor's like um actually no this isn't the master that's not the master and she's like master. it's not I, I know and it's supposed to be like this she's like, she's like got a flair for the dramatics and then it just doesn't work out so i mean mm-hmm. even if you don't know all the historical references or the in jokes or stuff you still just it's just kind of enhances the story as you're as you're listening to it well and then aram in the beginning just breaking hands 
Yeah, establishing, establishing that because uh, that'll come back later. Yeah, because you <laughs> know several times actually they're supposed. Well, you know, at the very end, you know, they're they think that uh, Shakespeare is Richard because he's got the maimed arm and he's hunched over and that because he's he's she's broke she broke his arm and so you know he take he takes Richard's place and dies at the Battle of, of Bosworth Fields yeah. and then Richard is the one writing all the Shakespeare plays. Because it's like Aramim, she's from ancient Egypt, but she's royalty yes. in yeah. ancient Egypt. Mm-hmm. So she she understands how, in her mind, how royalty is supposed to act and be treated. And then she gets caught up in this mystery of the the nephews and, you know, Richard so maybe killed them, maybe didn't. Yeah, and... I mean, that is like the one of, one of the biggest... Well, okay, I don't want to say one of one of the biggest, but it's a huge historical mystery of you know what happened to these to these two princes, and and the the idea that you know they were they were princess they were princesses and not and not sons, you know it's kind of it's kind of a cool twist on the whole mm-hmm. on the whole thing. So yeah, you know, the fact that, that that's what they came up with to uh, to to explain that in the story is kind of is is kind of clever. Mm-hmm. you know and then later you you know you, you find out who they really are and and that they've been the, the bar wenches this whole time mm-hmm. and, and the barkeep is the duke of clarence who's supposed to be dead it's like the, this whole thing is like by the time you get to the end it's like okay well the people that are supposed to be dead aren't the people that are supposed mm-hmm. to be boys are actually girls uh shakespeare died in place of richard at this battle mm-hmm. and now richard is shakespeare let's go steal ourselves a play yeah <laughs> right <laughs> i mean aramem had a little bit of a parkeriness to her <laughs> no stabbing wednesdays but in this case no breaking arms wednesday <laughs> i almost feel like i watched oscar again by the time i got to the end of this <laughs> I know. Well, and I like, and maybe it's because I've listened to it so many times. Because every time, it, it's such a quick listen because there's just always something going on. And I mean, yeah, you kind of have to stop and like, is this a flashback? Is this a flash forward? Mm-hmm. I mean, that they have that bit in the inn where you know Perry and the Doctor are writing letters back to each other through time, and mm-hmm. and uh, Clary has to like, oh hey, by the way, he 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 told me to give you this letter right after you you opened this that one. <laughs> so they're so they're doing it kind of a back to the future thing. It doesn't seem like a two hour No, it, it really does. It goes really quick. <laughs> it's cause it's cause it's interesting and you're like you wanna know what happened and they keep they keep you guessing and and the characters are just they're they're just fun. And mm-hmm. and you know, for a story that is ostensibly about a a, a man who supposedly killed his his deceased brother's kids and took the throne himself you know it's it's a dark dark story but it's but this but they make it so much fun mm-hmm. well yeah after so many drinks and 43 lines of dingle dangle dido so <laughs> yeah it's like it better hey, be at fun. least at least it's not the last chance saloon. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. 
Uh, I kid, I kid. I mean, I enjoyed that one, but hey. (laughs) Yes. All 47 verses. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So, so, because I'm woefully ignorant about, like, this time period and this whole thing, so please. uh, Okay, so, I mean, like I said, I have studied it. Enlighten me. It's still, I mean, it's still a little confusing, but, you know, it's basically, this is part of the War of the Roses, which, you know, if you are a fan of Game of Thrones, that partially inspired Game of Thrones. So, mm-hmm. so you can kind of feel, you know, get a feel for what, um, what we're kind of dealing with here. So, you know, it's, it's all these people vying for the crown and they're, you know, just all this controversy and, I don't think it, I don't think this is the English Civil War, Um, but I've linked, yeah, so it's like Lancaster, York, and uh, Lancaster and York are the two fighting, and they, like, Lancaster's emblem is the red rose, York's is the white rose, so that's why it's called War of the Roses. They come together, and it, it, it become the Tudor line, which is a red and white rose sort of thing, so, um, yeah, so so basically, um, and I and I put a link in our show notes. It's to TV Tropes has a, has a page about about the play and about Richard, the historical figure himself, and kind of that sort of thing. Um, so I mean, basically, it's you know Edward, which Edward was this? I keep forgetting Edward the Fourth. Um, you know, his, was was his brother who was king, and he died. And uh, Thomas More wrote uh, the history of King Richard III, which is what Shakespeare used to base his play on. So, so the the idea commonly was that Richard killed his his brother, and had those two sons declared illegitimate, so he could be king. Um, and and you know, the, the Shakespeare play makes him out to be this villain, and they take you know, he's got a hunchback, he's got a withered arm, he's got these all these deformities. So even the way he looks is is you know crooked and 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 abnormal and all these things, and you know, he's trying to seduce his late brother's wife so he can, you know, have even more legitimacy to the throne, even though I don't know. It it's 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 politics. <laughs> for for lack of a better term um but he uh so so this is where you know he he supposedly you know descended more and more into madness thinking that people are going to find out that he murdered his his brother and and then you know henry tudor comes along and he's you know because he wants the throne because he sees richard as a weak king and this is where you get the line my horse my horse my kingdom for a horse because you know they're on the they're on the battle of boss they're on Bosworth Fields in this horrible horrible battle, and you know Richard just it looks like he's running away as a coward, um, pretty much. But um, but yeah, so so Henry Tudor, who's, who's the Earl of Richmond, he he led a rebellion, and Richard fought you know fought for fought for his kingdom. He was killed, and then Hen- Henry Tudor. Um, I think he marries the widowed queen and that's where you get the whole Tudor and, and York um, alliance um, sort of thing. So I know it, it's kind of, it's kind of all over the place. 
Um, and, and, you know, scholars are not entirely, they don't entirely believe that, that Richard was really deserves his villainous um, characterization in history. Um, I, I, I don't really, I don't really have all the, all the details other than it was just kind of a, a, a bit of a combination of bad, bad publicity, bad press. And like I said, he's supposedly, you know, he's, he's kind of considered to be from the North, which, you know, London and, and point and, and around there um, in the South, there's a bit of bad blood between those or there was back then. So they, so the people didn't quite trust him. So it was kind of easy to paint him as, as the bad guy in all this. And especially since, um, you know, he he supposedly he supposedly locked the the young princes in the Tower of London and and executed them. But we nobody there's really no evidence, of, of, you know, as to how they died at all. Let alone who would have murdered them, if indeed uh-huh. they were they were murdered, executed, whatever. So that's like you know one of the big things, and and they and they outline it in the audio very well. It's like you know what happened to these two princes, and they weren't supposed to, you know. Because you know Perry and Aramim were were standing in for them at the tower, and they weren't supposed to have been seen after a certain point. But you know where they were, it it was after that, so it was confusing to the doctor. So yeah, it's just one of those things. Like we just don't know. There's just no record or evidence, or I mean, they don't even know where the bodies are buried. <laughs> to 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 coin a phrase but that's um, wild yeah it is it is like one of the craziest historical events just a whole that whole series of things like i mean i'm sure you could find a documentary even either on youtube or 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 elsewhere that that talks about it and there's there there are plenty of theories but nothing has been proven as far as i know um so so yeah so you know if you ever if you ever think history is boring (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh read think up about again it. think again um then like i said this you know the 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 battle between the La- the lancaster and um and the, the the york line is is part of a part of the inspiration of of um game of thrones which is why you have lancaster lannister the 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 parallels are similar yeah in a lot of yeah. ways so there you go. There's your history lesson. Um, and yes, the, the Shakespeare play is, is quite good. It's a good story. Don't take it as historical truth because Shakespeare was also in the business of political propaganda. Yes. <laughs> uh, Elizabeth was on the throne and they needed to make, make sure that the, the Tudor line is, is um, you know, their, their legacy is secure, especially because it, it reflected on Elizabeth at the time. And she was, you know, a patron of the arts. So anything that he could do to support her very much, you know, and, and, you know, it even explains that in the audio. So don't pretend you can't learn something from Doctor Who. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so there's there's a lot of layers. There's there's so many layers to it. And you could do you could read and read and read about this and still not quite get all the all the details. So. Yeah. But it's a fascinating period in history, I think. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yes. Interesting. So what do you guys think of, because this is 
you know, early-ish big finish. I mean, mm-hmm. it's in the main line to number eight, 81, you know, considering how many are in the main line now. <laughs> this was uh-huh. early on. Yeah. But this uh-huh. did, yes. I mean, this did come out after Doctor Who had returned to TV, but we'd only had the one season with Christopher Eccleston. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, but what do you think about as far as the continuity and how Shakespeare fits into the greater Doctor Who canon because well, of this supposed switch. It's it's interesting because we have this one and this this came out before the Shakespeare code. Mm-hmm. And, and uh-huh. you know you know how the doctor loves to name drop and, and, and yes. that kind of thing. Um, although the, the, the Shakespeare code it makes it clear that that was a, supposed to be a younger version of, of William Shakespeare. Um, I'm trying to remember how old, let's see, where, when in uh, Shakespeare's career Richard III was supposed to have come out. Uh, this is not telling me. Hold up. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so it it could still work, um, especially if, I mean, because the doctor's whole thing about, you know, well, it's not really the doctors, it's the, 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 the CIA's is, you know, the, the, the story changes, but the ending remains the same. Right. Um, so, I don't know, it could kind of work. Okay, this says, Richard III was written r- around 1592 and 1594. Right. And in this story, Shakespeare is supposed to have traveled from 1597 right. back to 1483. Shakespeare Code takes place in 1599. Right. Well. I mean, I kinda, that, yeah. that could be Richard trying, you know, taking yeah. on the life of Shakespeare because this it, it version really- of the doctor... Uh-huh. has not visited yet that's why he doesn't know why the queen is so pissed off at him at the right. end i mean <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. so and and the other thing too is like well no the 10th doctor would know because he'd been the fifth doctor he'd know like if that was richard or you know maybe he's just you know trying to show off for martha and be like yeah that is totally shakespeare, shakespeare. nod nod wink wink and you know and, and maybe Richard Shakespeare is just kind of like, well, okay, I knew a doctor, but you're not him, so moving on. William, Richard, Bill, Dick, yeah, they all kind of work. Yeah. (laughs) Start getting into nicknames for for all all the different things, and you know, you know the you know the continuity is there. And you know, just because the doctor says you can you can't change time doesn't mean it doesn't happen. Right. Yeah. But that is that is true. So, and it's not like they could have known. Right. <laughs> that, yeah. No, like, like didn't they didn't know that they were you know that, in two and, more like, seasons a year later because like the the Kingmaker was released April of two thousand and six. Shakespeare Code. Uh, premiered April 2007. Yeah, so it's... 
it, it, it is it's one of those instances of the, the the right hand knoweth not what the left hand doeth right uh -huh. and, you know if you tried if you tried to put all of doctor who continuity into making sense your head would explode yeah this is this uh -huh. is the least of the continuity issues yes. that we yeah with yeah it's, it's just when you start involving pure you know we start doing pure historical and right. actual historical figures mm -hmm. it does it does yeah it, especially if they're yeah. care, you know if they're figures that we know that the doctor has encountered more than once it's like you gotta yeah. turn your head and squint a little yeah well and this is this is a problem with with them using the same historical characters and time periods over and over again i'm looking at you world war ii and mm -hmm. the doctor keeps showing up at, with these same people in places because that's what the writers you know this is you know a famous thing that you can that you can talk about and that people kind of understand and know then then you get looking at like but wait the doctor was doing this and now he's doing that and i'm confused yeah so yeah i don't know i it's it's just kind of got to roll with it <laughs> yeah like well i mean at least is as far as them ending up in this time period at least partially it could well it could still blame it on the doctor being drunk <laughs> yes that too yes there is so, there is ginger pop involved yes yeah, messing <laughs> with ginger... the, the, the telepathic circuits so yes uh, so you can at least blame some of it on just yes. the doctor not being able to hold his ginger soda <laughs> Yes, don't don't give the doctor any kind of ginger. Is that why he wants to be a ginger? I don't know. Yeah, he's like, I can't eat it, but I can wear it. Yes, it can uh -huh. be my hair. I can be it. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah, I do love a a, a good historical, mm -hmm. uh, even yeah. if I'm not necessarily familiar with the time period and what exactly happened. Yeah. IRL. Well, yeah. <laughs> so. I mean, you know, this is this is actually a really good example of of a of Doctor Who doing a pure historical really well, where it's just, okay, you know, you're in one time period and the story's being told one way, then you actually time travel back to that time period in two spots of that time period roughly mm -hmm. and actually find out. And so it's like it's just it's just they have fun with the time travel and they don't have to do anything you know, didn't have, didn't need to have any alien monsters or, you know, Clarence didn't, you know, they, they were, Clarence didn't have to, you know, be from planet Zorg or whatever, mm -hmm. or, or, you know, it, they, you know, Richard being a hunchback wasn't because he was an alien. He was just, he was just a dude yeah. trying to fix his brother's problem yeah. after, after the, he died. The, the, the prince hadn't been replaced with a robot. It's just, they yeah. needed to be very uh creative to hide the fact that the prince was a she <laughs> yep because that was a big deal back then yep. and, and, and it, it is funny that you know perry's thinking oh they're robots it's the master you know all these things and it's like no i mean it, it you know it does it does have it does tick several of the boxes for yeah the master <laughs> it does <laughs> it does and, and you know we did have we did have the the the, the robot trying to make the doctor uh 
keep his deadline mm-hmm. so you know you kind of are thinking oh yeah robots and you know there's a robot on the cover of of the of the disc so mm-hmm. yeah okay yeah there's totally robots in the tower of london masquerading as as princes like no it's 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 girls that have to pretend to be boys for the sake of the succession and you know they uh, they just had a civil war and they didn't want another one to break out and so yeah this this time in, in english history it's like no we do not want another war we've had enough thank you but little did they know oh goodness <laughs> it just it just keeps going yeah despite like you think you think you got on rest now just wait till you get to the early 1900s <laughs> well we'll get there <laughs> later but. yeah and how many times has the doctor been locked up in the tower <laughs> oh plenty <laughs> after listening to this after listening to this it's like oh no wonder they left the doctor was so excited to be locked up in the tower he's like i probably i probably left left a bag of crisps in here last time let me see yeah it's like oh the tower great i love the tower it's like this is my, I have my regular room spot. please yeah <laughs> i found i found this spot where the sun comes in just perfectly at this time of day and i can read my book uh-huh. have i earned enough for my free night stay yet <laughs> make sure to use my frequent frequent uh frequent my, my uh, frequent club card, club card yeah, yeah. Oh, we do get the continental breakfast in the morning, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes, there, there's maggots in the gruel this time. Yeah. <laughs> like the girls are like using like secret tunnels to get in, and then you know, years years later, Clara is just like, yeah, the, the door is unlocked. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, nice. <laughs> like I didn't know that. <laughs> well, and I love the scene too, where the other two are talking and planning this, and Aramem and. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like you know we can hear you right <sighs> yeah. yeah yeah so there's, there's definitely an element of, of of farce in this which mm-hmm. just adds to it i think yeah it does yeah it doesn't take itself too seriously no Whoa. no and it and you're not meant to which i love because again this is a very serious subject a very serious time in in history and and even mm-hmm. though you know there's that scene well several, several scenes, scenes where the doctor is talking to richard and he's like yeah i'm you know you you go kill him you know your precious timeline and, and all these things so you know the the serious parts it's like yeah it it the, the it's serious when it needs to be but it's not heavy because you know that they're going to go back to you know being silly and and and, and goofy again and mm-hmm. and Aramin breaking arms of of guys who keep touching her butt <laughs> which shakespeare does and uh re- instantly regrets it yeah <laughs> don't ever touch Aramin's butt I mean, really, just don't touch anybody's butt without permission. So, right, yes. but, but especially Aram. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think this was my first Aramim story. Oh, cool! So, I've listened to some Fifth Doctor, but I don't think it's been with Aramim. So, 
I like her. Yes. <laughs> I like her. Yeah, you you should you should go and listen to her first one. It's called Eye of the Scorpion, I believe. That's mm-hmm. that's where she's intro- introduced. And it's it's a good one. It takes place in mm-hmm. ancient Egypt, like you like you said, but uh Let's see, I can't remember the number though. Definitely before. I'm not liking it, but I haven't listened to it in years. Did Aramen and Leela ever team up? Not that I am aware, but that doesn't mean that they didn't or can't. Well, if if they haven't, they should. Yes. That would actually be really cool. Yeah, it is. I would love to listen to. It is number twenty-four, Eye of the Scorpion. That is that is Aramim's first one. And yes, definitely, definitely recommend that one. Mm-hmm. And it and you know the 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 interactions with Perry and Aramim are great. Like they are just you just feel like Perry needed a best friend in the TARDIS. Yes, the doctor's yes. great, but you know, someone she can be friends with and relate to and you know she's kind of kind of showing her you know, especially when they go into like modern day or space or things like that, or you know things that Aramim wouldn't have known quite yet because of where she comes from um but you, you know they're they're like on equal footing so it's really nice for for Perry to just kind of have that that equal person there and not you know the doctor who is way up here talking about you know scientific gobbledygook and whatever mm-hmm. and, just, and they can, <laughs> yeah. can just kind of look at each other and like can you believe this guy it's it's mm-hmm. very much like a, a a jamie and zoe sort of relationship but in a different yes. way yes mm-hmm. yeah so yeah she's she's a fun one so i i, I cannot i cannot recommend her heartily enough because oh she's great she seems fun Definitely, definitely need to listen to more. Yeah, mm-hmm. her. yeah, and I think her. I think all of hers. I don't know. Okay, I don't know if all of hers are in the before one hundred. I, I think there might think be a so few much. after, but yeah, there are I enough. Think... Yeah, I think there are enough that are discounted that you know you could get a good start and not spend yeah. a crap ton of money. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this one was. Two ninety nine, so yeah, not not terrible. This is not one that they've released on Spotify, so you would need to buy it. But again, it's only two ninety nine, so yes. So it's it's not not too bad. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, yep. And using yeah. the Big Finish app, it's very convenient purchase it online yes. and then open mm-hmm. up the app and boom there it is yeah. there, yep. yep don't have to wait for shipping or any of that i mean you don't even have to like plug your device into your computer it's just there yep let's try to search aramem on the, the only way to make it more convenient is to actually be able to buy on in the app but that seems very dangerous yeah, yeah. i'm i'm glad <laughs> i'm glad they haven't done that Yes. It's just like, yeah. This is disabled, and I'm just like, I'm thinking it's disabled for everybody's safety. Yes. 
And now that I'm looking, because I, I just searched Aramem on the on the Big Finish website, there are actually quite a few um, historicals that involve her. There's Kingmaker, which we just listened to, The Church and the Crown, which is the one about, uh, I can't remember if it's a friend, well, something to do with France. I can't remember what it, what it is exactly. And then The Council of Nicaea, which is the Council of Nicaea. Um, okay, yeah, that one, okay, okay. Uh, so, yeah, most of hers are going to be in the first 100, but there is at least one here that's after 100. Oh, no, there's two. Her last one is, is beyond the, the 100, the first 100. So, yeah. So, you know, yeah, you could you could get into Aramim's stories and not break the bank. <laughs> and no, no, Big Finish is not a sponsor, although we wouldn't say no if they did. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Right? They just put out good stuff, and we want to give you guys uh, uh, some information, you know, valuable mm-hmm. information when we find something that is awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, cool. Anyway, so. Yay, big finish. Yay, big Ooh, finish. Yes. Yay, Airman. Yay, Richard the Third, which I know is a weird thing to say, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you go down the rabbit hole enough and you just kind of are like, hmm, this is fascinating. Yay, history. History. Go mm-hmm. Let's go with that. <laughs> Instead exactly. of possible, the you know, familial homicidal maniacs. Yes. Uh-huh. But that, but that, that I guess is what what makes history interesting is when you have, uh, you know, homicidal maniacs, homicidal maniacs <laughs> killing their nephews. Gee, that sounds like another show that we watch. Yeah, <laughs> sounds like something. <laughs> anyway, now now I've got to go. Now I've got to go oh scratch, scratch that historical itch and go look up some some documentaries or something. Yeah, me too. But, I was like, yeah. this is. But before we do that, fascinating. Before we do that, let's let, let's let's plug our plug our stuff. If any of our listeners want to chime in on their thoughts on the Kingmaker, or Big Finish, or Richard the Third, or any of this stuff that we've talked about, uh, drop us a line. Our email address is fiveishfangirls at gmail Second, I almost forgot it. <laughs> I think about it. And our website is the fiveishfangirls which has links to all of our social social media sites and you can leave comments there facebook instagram youtube and you can also find our podcast wherever fine podcasts are well not sold but available because mm-hmm. um, it's free. selected <laughs> selected there we go and then um and you know leave us a review if you would be so kind wherever you get your podcast and then also you can uh, help support the podcast by by signing up for our patreon or by shopping through our merchandise store or amazon links or audible and as always we thank you for your support we thank you for the feedback for the comments for the interactions for you know what whatever it is you do to to let us know that you're out there and enjoying our stuff we we're tickled pink every time we we realize we have listeners and it's awesome mm-hmm. yes. So yes. you are enjoying the the antics as much as we are because it's almost been seven years, y'all. Uh-huh. <laughs> somebody, uh, you know, you guys, we can't do this without you. So thank you, thank you, thank you. The fact that we got to almost seven years before we even started dipping our toe into Big Finish says something. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we kept and we kept saying we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it. And then it only like, took okay. us almost seven years to get years. to oh, it. Yep. And here we are, just kind of picking and choosing what we want to do. And mm-hmm. there's a lot. Yep. There is a lot. So. There is. All right, and don't forget to uh, if you can go enter our giveaway for that. Mm-hmm three-day admission to this year's indie PopCon, and yes. if, you, if you can't uh make it at the very least please share it so that mm-hmm. maybe someone out there who maybe wants to go and isn't sure about maybe spending the money here they go yes they may, so. they may be able to save themselves a chunk of change yes and what was mm-hmm. the deadline on that again uh june 6th june at 6th. midnight Central time or Eastern? Yeah, Eastern time. Okay. I get confused (laughs) with where everybody is. Holly's in Central time. Yes. That's right. Groovy. Yeah, it's a, it's a, you're you're, you're fairly uh, straightforward raffle copter entry setup that most people use. And it's got the countdown timer on there. So, and it gives you, tells you exactly what you need to enter as far as information to be you know have a proper entry so but yeah if you have questions send us an email yes someone will get back to you within five to seven business days no i'm kidding (laughs) 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 or four years depending on if the doctor is drunk yes Who gave the doctor ginger pop again? I yeah. want names. <laughs> oh, what's this saying? What was that mean? Don't caffeinate the doctor. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm laughing about this ginger pop because I have ginger ale next to me because I've just got over a little stomach bug. So I'm oh. kind of like, oh. Just be glad you're not a, not a time lord. Mm-hmm. Yes. Be fine. <laughs> Uh, all right well on that note uh, we shall sign off for this week this is Brittany saying goodnight Chrissy saying goodnight from Salt Lake City this is Sally from Wisconsin saying good evening and this is Rachel in Annapolis, Indiana how do you feel about Jack the Ripper? to the Five-ish Fangirls podcast. You can find more episodes and information at thefiveishfangirls.com. Any and all books, movies, games, and any other forms of media mentioned are owned and operated by the respective copyright holders. No copyright infringement is intended or implied. If you wish to support the show, the easiest way is to leave us a rating and review. More ratings and reviews will make it easier for others to find the show. If you wish to support us monetarily, you can do so at patreon.com slash fiveishfangirlspodcast. All money goes towards fees and equipment to keep the show going. For official Fiveish Fangirls merchandise, visit redbubble.com slash people slash fiveishfangirls. We love hearing from our listeners and encourage feedback. You can email us at fiveishfangirls at gmail.com. 
You can also like and follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash fiveishfangirls. Thank you so much for listening and may the squee be with you.